Thunder Media. Today on Inside Motorsport, we wrap up the Australian Rally Championship, which concluded in the Coast Coast last weekend with ACT's Lewis Bates becoming a champion for the first time. I hope you can stay with us. Paul Ridden from Motorsport Australia joins us on the line and what an exciting wrap-up to the Australian Rally Championship on the Coffs Coast last weekend. It's a new name on the trophy, or should I say it's one new name on the trophy, as Lewis Bates becomes the third of that family to become the Australian Rally Champion. It's been an exciting time and you've got to witness firsthand a lot of great rallying action in 2022. Absolutely. It was a phenomenal finish to the uh, ARC season and I don't think uh, many would have predicted that Lewis would have been uh, taking the championship off his brother Harry at the start of this year, but uh, he certainly well and truly does history of health and yeah, beat his brother and uh, certainly put his name on the map, sure. He had a solid season but it all started at the national capital rally and it was tricky conditions and many would say that attentions were being taken away from the rally regulars at that event absolutely i think uh there was shane van gisbergen came along to the start of the year and and showed everyone that uh he has talents of all kinds uh, and it's certainly not limited to the circuit racing scene and he'd obviously done a little bit in New Zealand uh, over there but then came over in to Australia and, and took on Australia's best and, and performed really solidly. And I think uh, Lewis, who went on to win the championship, had a, um, an event to forget himself to start the year off. He only scored 16 points, which ended up being his worst round of the year and, uh, yeah, Shane and Harry were certainly on top there. But then I suppose um, Lewis kind of turned the corner a little bit after Tassie. Uh, he finished a little bit down the order, but then came home strong and won the last three events and actually ended up winning by 103 points once you uh, put the calculators together and, and worked it all out. Obviously, Harry had a pretty uh, disappointing end to the season for what was looking like it was going to be his championship to uh, to almost lose there. So. It was a tough, uh, tough old event in Coffs Coast. The roads were really difficult, but um, Lewis certainly showed his class. He did what he needed to do and, and came home and took the win. So, yeah, fantastic event. And I suppose for the Bates family, it's, yeah, it's just a memorable event. I mean, I think, you know, any dads having their two sons in contention for a national championship like that, I'm not sure that's ever happened before in, in the same year. I'm sure someone will prove me wrong, but we certainly can't remember anything like that in recent times. And, Neil was very emotional on, on Sunday uh, at the rally and obviously Harry had a big crash on the Sunday too. So it was bittersweet, I suppose. They would have liked to have decided it on the stages and, and determine who was the winner based on, on finishing order. But, yeah, Harry had that incident. Thankfully, he and his co-driver, John, are okay. Um, but, yeah, and I guess for Lewis celebration on Sunday night. I know he was disappointed his brother wasn't there because they were uh, with the medical teams at the time, but I know since then they've caught up and, and celebrated together. So a fantastic result for Neil Bates Motorsport, top three actually, with Richie Dalton, the uh, the Irishman, who um, locked away third in the championship in that third Toyota Yaris 
and uh, certainly one season to remember for the Toyota team. It was it was a memorable finish and a memorable year. Mm. And whilst we talk about Lewis Bates, and obviously the driver does steal a lot of the limelight, for Anthony McLaughlin, who has had a well a really tough uh, career, he gets to hold the trophy, and his name, of course, appears on it equal with Lewis Bates. Absolutely. Anthony's been in the sport for a very, very long time. And uh, actually this year in WA, uh, when I think it was Western Australia, it was their first um, success together. And, and uh, it was it was a fantastic uh, achievement for Anthony as well. I think he was very emotional leading into the event. He actually probably had the upper hand on uh, a few of the others because without getting into the very specifics of it, um, Harry Bates, regular co-driver, actually missed an event that uh, they ended up winning. So he wouldn't have actually won the co-driver championship had Harry got up. There's a lot of ifs and buts and whatnot here. But, um, no, Anthony was always sort of the favourite to take home the co-driver championship this year, and he did just that. So it was a memorable outing for him. He uh, he was, as I said, very emotional, and years and years of hard work pays off. And he gets to hold that Possumborn Memorial Trophy with Lewis on the Sunday, and I don't think he was uh, quite expecting it this year either. And it's yeah, it's a, he's a great guy, as as are all the field throughout the Australian Rally Championship, and, and we could be prouder of him certainly. And and that Possumborn Memorial Trophy, possibly the largest <laughs> the petrol trophy in motorsport Australia's cabot. I reckon it is. I think we've uh, we've certainly. Had our troubles trying to get that one to and from events before. It needs its own uh, known, own seat on the plane, and it's yeah, it's massive. So for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, head to the uh, rally.com.au website. You can see it. It's a, probably comes up to uh, the waistline of, of most drivers, and it takes two people to lift it. Having lifted it a few times myself, not as a competitor, obviously, to get it ready for photo shoots and whatnot. It's uh, it's one of the biggest, but it is certainly one of the best, and uh, you know, an amazing name to have on. On that trophy, Possum Born, although he was a New Zealander, which was certainly pointed out to us uh, several times, but you couldn't think of a more deserving name to be on that trophy. But the names that uh, sit engraved on the bottom of that trophy, including Lewis, is now, uh, you know, some amazing rally royalty. And you just, we've all spent a bit of time this weekend having a look at the names and, and hearing the stories about what those drivers have done, whether it's Cody Crocker or Neil Bates himself. There's... You know, it's a great list. And to have Lewis's name on there, it's uh, pretty exciting. And as I said earlier, I don't think anyone was expecting it at the start of this year. He hasn't had as much experience as his brother. But guess what? I suppose now if you look at the trophy, it's one apiece. So uh, it sets up a brilliant 2023 and, and a very competitive 2023, that's for sure. It is. And possibly he's, I, I think, the fifth, maybe even the sixth, uh, not in total Australian Rally Championships. It's uh, probably about nine uh, total for um, Canberrans and ACT drivers, mm-hmm. but certainly uh, there would be at least five Canberrans on that trophy and uh, over the years have dominated the rallying scene. Yeah, well, they'd punch above their weight, wouldn't they, on a per capita or on a population basis, I think, at least, because it's a small little old... Uh city it's our capital of course but uh, yeah the amount of talent it produces is pretty phenomenal and uh, it's only going to get better and and to be honest one of the you know standout events on on the calendar each year next year it takes on the season finale hosting duties the national capital rally in canberra and uh it can't wait for that one either but yeah canberra is a 
Rally Rally Royalty uh, HQ, I think. So there might be something in the water there. We'll have to have a look into that, I reckon. Indeed. And, of course, the Australian Rally Championship this year scheduled for seven rounds, but the, the rains that flooded through uh, the east coast of Australia certainly affected a couple of those events. But it was great to have the Cost Coast back on the championship and it might not have been an AR, a WRC round but still there was plenty of interest absolutely so it was still an international event albeit only regionally so we had the FIA Asia Pacific Rally Championship finale and that was a winner takes all uh, event so it wasn't a points based thing you qualified for that event uh, based on uh, rallies in your region so that included the Adelaide Hills rally for us uh, in Australia and also we had Hayden Patton come across from New Zealand we were hoping for, for some more New Zealanders in particular to come across and, and contest the championship unfortunately as many motorsport people will know the cost of shipping and logistics and the ability to actually get things to and from uh, various countries made it very difficult, unfortunately. But still, Hayden was here, and and he went on to actually win that event and win the rally outright, I suppose, if you look at it like that. So he uh, he put on a show, that's for sure. He was uh, fastest on day one, but copped a penalty uh, for a late check-in, which uh, for those who don't follow rally too closely, just meant that he uh, had a bit of trouble on the transport from to and from the stages and didn't make his uh, allotted time. So he got a a penalty which put him back in the field uh, slightly, just about 30 seconds behind Harry Bates. On Sunday morning, he was certainly a man on a mission, was Hayden Patton. He clawed back that lead and actually got in front even before uh, Harry had his had his incident. So he was a worthy winner as well. And I think, you know, anyone who's seen Hayden Patton uh, in action knows that he's a highly talented uh, rally driver and, and, in my opinion, certainly deserves to be in the WRC. But uh, obviously... It's a bit to uh, play out there for him, and and hopefully we do see him back on that international stage shortly. But um, yeah, he was he was terrific in coughs. Obviously, he also knew the roads pretty well from his time when it was a WRC event, so he did have that up his sleeve. But that uh, Hyundai he was driving was super impressive, and uh, yeah, he he turned on put on a show for the locals, and and they certainly came out in force to see him and and all the other competitors as well. I think. Uh, we had about 5,000 people across the weekend uh, at various spectator points and the service park, and we haven't seen a crowd like that in the ARC this year at all, that's for sure. And I think it's uh, very uh, very symbolic of the way the ARC is trending. It's getting more and more popular, more entry, more entrance, uh, you know, more and more TV coverage and, and media coverage, and uh, the result that we had will only increase the interest because it was certainly a, a very close-fought battle. I'd think you know it was at one but everyone got through it would have come down to the power stage with the bonus points that were on offer so it was a really tight battle and and a championship that went right down to the wire and that's what we want from a, a promoter and uh, event organizer point of view because it keeps everyone interested and it's uh, yeah it's been very exciting so great to be back in coffs coast as well the weather turned it on we actually got dust which was uh, a bit of a change from this year we haven't seen much dust we've seen lots of mud uh, so the photographers all came back and and the drivers themselves covered in, in lots of dust, which was a nice a nice change. It did have its challenges, of course, but um, given all the rain that we've caught recently, very nice to see dust for a change. Yes, indeed it was. And 7 Plus, a new partnership for this year, but it seemed to work really well for the Australian Rally Championship. And with 2023's calendar already announced and plans for next year, 
that's got to be heartening to see how the streaming platform was received by the people who couldn't get out in the forest. Absolutely. I think uh, anyone who knows a little bit about rallying will know how difficult it is to cover as a sport. You know, it's in the forest, it's in the middle of nowhere, there's no phone coverage most of the places where we go. So uh, we've actually taken that on board in-house at Motorsport Australia and and uh, committed to broadcasting that together with the help of 7 Plus. And, uh, yeah, the Cox Coast was a, a great way where we stepped it up and had uh, live streaming on both Saturday and Sunday. So anyone that wants to have a look at the event that might have missed it, you can now see it on uh, on demand, free and on demand on 7 Plus. And all you need to do is just search for Rally and it will come up there. So that's a great way to, to get your Rally fixed. But no, 7 Plus have been a terrific supporter of, of Rally this year, I think. It complements uh, their motorsport offering. They've got supercars, obviously, and, and a few other things too. So it's uh, been very, very beneficial having them on board. And I think, you know, we're very excited for what lies ahead uh, for next year and, and the calendar, another six rounds next year. Uh, same events that we had this year, except for the Coffs event at this stage, unfortunately. But um, we're pretty sure that Coffs will be back on the calendar sooner rather than later, given the popularity there. And from the tree dodgers of rally to the dust eaters in the off-road championship, uh, a very successful year with, uh, well, what was it? Was that a six-round championship in the end? It was. They got all six rounds in in the Australian off-road championship and it was another fantastic conclusion, another championship that actually went down to the wire Uh, and this time it was in Kalgoorlie in the far west. It was double points for that round and uh, and it was great to see the uh, the conclusion, and it was Ryan Taylor and Kai Floyd who managed to take out the championship. Another uh, famous motorsport name, particularly in off road, the uh, the Taylors, and it was yeah really heartening scenes over there in Kalgoorlie in at the end of October, where we got to crown some more champions and a new champion as well. So well done to Ryan and Kai. They had a fantastic year. They had their ups and downs, as did everyone, and. But ultimately, they were certainly the quickest and did very well to secure that championship and go on to cement, uh, you know, another famous name on another famous trophy. So we're hopeful that uh, next year, with another uh, big calendar scheduled for off-road, it'll uh, be exactly the same yet again. It was an event also that had a number of different class standings and for Walkinshaw, Andretti United, well, actually, it was Walkinshaw Performance in the end that uh, picked up the win in the production trucks. Absolutely. So Warren Luff uh, was, I suppose, getting his first taste of off-road this year and uh, we spent a lot of time with him at these events and he certainly did a fantastic job throughout, I think. You know, it's, it's pretty tough and I think if you talk to them, and I don't want to put words in their mouth, that's for sure, but they... Uh, probably didn't expect it to be as difficult as it was in the off-road uh, world. I think the bumps and the whoops and the, all sorts of conditions that you face in off-road probably uh, underestimated it and the hard work that was required. Not saying they didn't work hard at all, that's certainly not the case, but they were they were certainly shocked early on. But uh, to their credit, they kept coming back and uh, even managed to beat a very uh, well-renowned, uh, I think he's 14-time champion in Jeff Pickering. So there's a reason that uh, Jeff Pickering is a 14-time champion. It doesn't happen just by accident. So to be able to beat him was a fantastic effort. And, uh, you know, Walkinshaw did a great job putting the effort into into that car. And I know all of the team worked so hard 
late into the nights, there were all sorts of crazy stories about, um, I know in South Australia they uh, basically came to the event, drove the car to the event, something happened on the prologue, they drove all the way back to Melbourne to pick up a part, then all the way back to South Australia to put it in so, so they could finish the event. So it's clear that they are passionate and committed to that championship and it was great to see them salute on the uh, the Kalgoorlie stage and, and claim that Australian title. Jody Allen rounding out the top three in the production four-wheel drives. And, of course, it would be rude not to talk about the production two-wheel drives, which Chris Pickett was the eventual driver champion with Brian Brown, his co-driver. Absolutely. And there was a few other championships as well decided there, of course. There was the King Chrome Side-by-Side Championship, which actually went to James Cook, first-year driver as well, and his navigator, Mitch Orcote. And uh, they had a great performance uh, in Kalgoorlie, winning all three sections to claim that championship. And uh, speaking to James at the end of that event, he was absolutely thrilled. He was overwhelmed and I suppose probably didn't think it was ever possible to to do it, but he did. So uh, congratulations to them and all the other class winners. I think uh, in off-road there's so many classes, uh, which is the good thing about it because it, um, it, you know, it allows for everybody to, to bring their cars and, and have a go and uh, try and secure a class championship as well as the outright championship. And they did all did a fantastic job. So uh, there's probably too many to name, but and I won't certainly won't try because I'm sure I'd forget someone if I did try. But um, no, it was a fantastic year in off-road and it's a fantastic community that really get around the sport and each other. And there's so many stories, as you know, of people helping out each other, working on each other's cars. There is in rally too, to be fair, mm-hmm. uh, probably more so than we see in circuit racing. That's not to say it doesn't happen, of course, before anyone uh, jumps down my throat. But um, I think, you know, those communities in those uh, in those championships are certainly ones that we enjoy seeing and, and working with and, and watching really closely. Yes, and the 2023 calendar for the Australian Off-Road Championship is out five rounds with Queensland, New South Wales, Fink Desert Race in the Northern Territory, South Australia and Western Australia all uh, getting events and finishing at Kalgoorlie again will surely be a, a highlight of the year. Absolutely. And the first round is actually the a new event on the calendar. Previously, we'd been at St George. This time around in 2023, we're going to Charters Towers. So a great opportunity for competitors to experience a new event and a great opportunity for some new event organisers uh, to host a national event. We're very excited about Charters Towers near Townsville. So uh, it could be a bit warm come yeah. March, uh, but uh, that's all part of it. Not that St George was cold by any means. It was certainly a hot one up there too. So it's uh, yeah, fantastic op- opportunity for all competitors to enjoy a new event and, you know, the kilometres covered just in transport alone is uh, are huge for, you know, all motorsport. We see it in every category and every discipline. So the passion is clearly there from people and, and they put a lot on the line to be part of these. So we're very happy to see such strong interest uh, across motorsport in all disciplines and categories. Yeah, and in fact, uh, we spoke to the club earlier in the year about the Gold City 400 and their preparations already over 12 months out. They were putting a, a lot of work in to be able to make sure that it was right up to uh, national championship specifications and everyone's going to really enjoy themselves there. And and as far as access goes, they've got the, the three accesses into the area too from uh, the different parts of the country. So whilst it's a long way away, they're in a, a great sort of hub. 
Absolutely, and that's what uh, is certainly important, I think, for a lot of these events. And we've seen it in recent years. Unfortunately, you talk about that access. Uh, if sometimes uh, some of the event hosts have actually been locked in, whether it's through through floods or or bushfires or whatnot. So all those parts of uh, you know, the world that needs to be considered in this day and age, it's uh, certainly very important. So I think they'll do a great job and, and we can't wait to get to uh, Charters Towers and experience a new event ourselves as well. Paul, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you here on Inside Motorsport and we really look forward to seeing how 2023 pans out, but it's uh, been a pleasure recapping the events of 2022. My thanks to Paul Ridden here on Inside Motorsport as championships conclude all across the country. It's the supercars that finish up this weekend in Adelaide. We'll have a look at that event next week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.